Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Thanks for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. I hope everyone enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Um, I know I did. I hope you guys spent time with friends and family and loved ones and, and got to enjoy each other's company and remember the, all of the things that we have to be thankful for. Uh, I know for me, my parents graciously hosted the Katinas who were, who were in town here in Franklin at their home and we got together and... Uh, ate some good food and watched football and just hung out with each other and got to spend time with family and and those are moments that I really cherish and um, I hope that you all had that as well a quick reminder to those of you listening and and watching um, if you want to become a partner with the show and with the Katina's ministry the best way for you to do that is to go to thekatinas.com and on their website you'll find a give button just click on that and it'll take you where you need to go so that's that and we'll get on with the show and you'll see that my guest here is uh someone very special to me it is my lovely wife mrs alexis katina alexis thank you for being on the show today it's an honor (laughs) I'm, you, you might also notice if you're watching that there's another guest here in the studio who uh, you've probably heard him before, but you may not have seen him. Alexis, do you want to introduce our other guest today? <laughs> this is our son, Roscoe. <laughs> Roscoe Katina. In the studio today. Yeah, usually when I'm recording these episodes, he's outside the door with you and you're watching him so that he doesn't bother our guests. But <laughs> since you're the guest today... Roscoe gets to come in the studio and he looks like uh, he's going to enjoy being a part of the podcast today. (laughs) Um, Well, again, Alexis, thank you for being uh, my guest this week. And when I was talking to you about doing this, doing the show again, how long has it been since you've been on the show? Um, It's been a while. Was it? I think it was before we went to California, right? Yes, it was... The night before we went to yeah. California. So yeah. that was back in April? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's been quite a while. Yeah. And I was talking to you about being on the show, and I've had you know, this suggested to me by many people, you included, that I need to have an episode where someone asks me questions instead of the other way around, because I'm always the one asking the questions. <laughs> and I figured... Well, you suggested that it should be you this week, and I think there's no one better to do that than my wife, who knows me so well, and um, you'll probably ask me some pretty interesting things, and so I have agreed to let you 
at least at the beginning, start off with asking me some questions. <laughs> and so I guess from, from here on, I'll let you lead us. So go ahead. Okay. I have a couple questions in mind, um, just that have come up over the last couple of days. Okay. So the first one, we were trying to decide on a show to watch the other night because I think we have exhausted Netflix mm -hmm. and Hulu and HBO and every other streaming service. Um, but if you could watch one show or movie over again for the first time, mm. what would you choose? Wow, that is a good question. Um, you're right. We have been watching quite a bit of Netflix over the past <laughs> year and whatever of our marriage. I'm trying to think. Well, let me tell you some of my favorite shows that I've watched over the years. So the first the first TV show that I ever like um, watched beginning to end on like a streaming service was on Netflix, and it was the show Lost. Have you seen Lost? I've seen like the first few episodes. Okay. I think we tried to watch it together, yeah. but we didn't get very far. <laughs> so I watched Lost. I remember I was streaming on my PlayStation 3. I was probably in like maybe eighth grade or my, I was maybe a freshman in high school at the time. And that was like my first experience of like basically binge watching <laughs> a, a TV show. Um, I loved that show and I watched it with my family. So Lost has a special place in my heart. Um I also, another show that kind of was in the early days that I was really into was Prison Break. I think, I'm pretty sure you've watched yeah. Prison Break. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah. Um, so that's one that I really enjoyed. Um, and, you know, when I think about your question, the show that's like, it's just really sticking out to me and I'm tr having a hard time thinking of one that would be that I would want to watch again for the first time more than this is Game of Thrones mm. and Game of Thrones I've probably watched beginning to end at least twice I think three times actually um, I remember so the when I when I first started watching Game of Thrones I was actually in community college and one of my classmates uh, at the community college, at, he asked me, hey, have you started watching that Game of Thrones show? <laughs> and I said no, because one, our family didn't have HBO at the time. Um, and he was like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. <laughs> and was trying to like sell me on like there's dragons and there's, uh, you know, <laughs> zombies and and, I, and it didn't really sound like something that I normally would be interested in um but he was pretty persistent on how great the show was and I think the show was in season four or five at the time and I don't know how but I ended up getting a, an HBO Max or HBO Go login from somebody uh, and I started watching it and I was hooked and from that point I, I want to say it was season four was like the newest season at that point. So I watched season one through season four, probably in like a month. <laughs> and because and these I, episodes are long. Yeah. Well, so that was a season of my life where really I did not have a lot going on. I was in community college 
living with my parents, all of my friends that I have from high school had gone off to their schools. And so I didn't really have a lot of friends in town. Um, and so I basically would just go to class and then come home and watch Game of Thrones. Um, so that's how I got hooked. And then from that point, I started watching it like live every Sunday when they would release new seasons and new episodes. Um, and then it's also special to me because early in our relationship, you agreed to <laughs> rewatch or well, you wanted to watch Game of Thrones. And so I think it was your idea. Well, maybe it was my <laughs> idea. I don't know what it was, but you you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, it was. I will say for anybody that hasn't watched it before, you have to really prepare yourself to memorize a lot of characters. Yeah. The, I think that show has the most characters in it of any show I've ever watched. It's just new character after new character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story's huge, and there's like multiple storylines going on all mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, but yeah, I remember I the first time I ever rewatched Game of Thrones was with you, and then it was right before... I believe the final season came out is when mm-hmm. we were re-watching it. And then when the final season came out, you and I watched it together live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a great question. I I feel like there's maybe some shows I'm forgetting about right now on, off, off the top of my head. But yeah, Game of Thrones, I think, would be the one that I would really like to, to re-watch. Because there's so many moments in the show that your first time watching it are so shocking mm-hmm. and uh, just it, it makes you emotional watching it and um, probably hard to replicate that that first time that you're watching. So yeah. that's my answer for that. Great question, honey. That's a good, good answer. Do you have a show that you can think of um, that you would want to rewatch for the first time? That's hard. (laughs) I knew it was a hard question when I was going to ask it, but I feel like the first show coming to my mind is The Queen's Gambit, Mm. which is a recent show, I guess, but I know Zion was here last week um, doing the podcast, Uh and he said that his mom had just started watching it. Mm And I was like, man, I wish I could watch that show for the first time again because it was just so good. And I, I, I watched it in one single day, the were, entire show. Weren't you in? Uh, weren't you at your sister's when you watched that? Yeah. So yeah. I had flown out to my sister's <clears throat> to dog sit for her, mm-hmm. and I was there by myself. I was just at her house dog sitting, and I had nothing to do. I really couldn't go anywhere so i just watched the queen's gambit all day i was watching it here in franklin at the same time as you i don't know if you remember that no oh well (laughs) i guess i never realized how much you loved that show just because i I didn't actually watch it i really liked it and it's about something i have absolutely no interest in but yeah it was great yeah queen's gambit that's a good show well it's a good show All right, there's your first question, honey, so keep them coming. I'm ready for the next one. Okay. Um, It's almost Christmas time, and you also have talked a lot about love languages on the show. Mm. 
and you've mentioned that mine or how I feel loved the most is receiving gifts and that's I think why I love Christmas so much is because of all the gifts but Mm. also just like time I get to spend with family and everything but what is one of your favorite gifts that you've received wow another good one well I've been lucky enough in my life to have gotten a lot of great gifts um man my favorite gift I ever received does it have to be a Christmas gift no it can be okay any gift hmm well I'm going to say there's a few. Um, one of them is was a Christmas gift, and it's actually this microphone that I'm holding right now. Mm. Um, this I probably got this mic maybe two or three Christmases ago, and this was at a time where I really wanted to like kind of step up my production level when it came to music and the mic that I had been using since high school, uh, it was this hundred, $100, maybe not even a hundred dollars. It was a mic. It was a very cheap mic that me and my friend, uh, Bennett Jones, uh, there's no chance Bennett listens to this <laughs> podcast, but I was in high school and I, I was making like little rap songs just using the microphone on my dad's laptop, like the built-in mic. Uh, my friend Bennett, he just, I don't even know why he did this, but he agreed to split the cost of this mic with me. And so we bought a, my first mic and that was the mic that I used from high school all the way into like, I guess like my first or second year of college. Um, and it was a great mic to start with, but I had definitely gotten to the point where, okay, I need a new mic. I need, um, I need something a little more professional grade to use. And so my parents got me this microphone right here, and I've used it to record a lot of songs. Basically, any song I've recorded vocals on since that Christmas were recorded on this microphone, probably. Um, so yeah, that's probably... Um, that's up there with my, as my favorite gifts. Another one that stands out to me, I don't know if I've, I've told this on the podcast before, but like this, this is like my, my little kid gift that like (laughs) meant a lot to me. I was probably 11 or 12 and Eli and I, you know, the way our Christmases worked was we, we kind of got like one big gift every year Mm -hmm. with like you know we got a lot of gifts because our parents they spoiled us but (laughs) we could pick like one thing that was like there was always that one thing on my list or whatever that was like man I really want this and um Guitar Hero 2 was on the top of my list one Christmas and I remember I feel like that was literally the only thing I asked for. Me and Eli both asked <laughs> together for Guitar Hero that year. And um, I don't, I think that was like the only thing we really asked for. And that Christmas, you know, we opened up all of our presents 
and Guitar Hero wasn't one of the presents <laughs> that we opened up. And so, you know, I'm trying to be thankful and grateful, uh, but I'm also like 11 years old. And so, on the verge of tears. No, it wasn't that far, but like deep down in my heart, I was like disappointed. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I can't believe I literally, the only thing I asked for, we didn't get. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I hear Eli start screaming. And he's upstairs. He goes, oh, my gosh, we got it, Josh, we got it. (laughs) And I run upstairs and my parents had somehow put like the guitars and the video game next to our PlayStation, which was upstairs. And so that was a really um, exciting Mm -hmm. Christmas morning that year. And we played Guitar Hero the rest of the day. So (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's any other gifts that stand out um i don't know there's a lot of gifts that i'm thankful for but those are like the two that i feel like are are high up on my list Mm -hmm. those are good yeah (laughs) what about you (sighs) i i don't know i love gifts so i love them all um i think one of them that stands out to me is one that you gave me Hmm. actually it wasn't I mean it wasn't like a birthday or anything you just gave me a gift and it was after your big family trip to Samoa Hmm. and you had been gone for like 10-ish days I don't know how long that trip was but it was a long time and I was in Cleveland and hung out with Leah every day (laughs) and um, didn't do much. So when you got back, you brought me all these little souvenirs from your trip. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, it's weird because you gave me like Samoan gifts, Mm -hmm. I guess. So like you gave me like coffee and a mug and multiple different things that were from there and then it was like a few days later you were like oh I forgot I had one more gift for you and it was this little piece of coral that you had picked up from a beach you can share the significance of the beach but it was just a piece of coral from a beach and it had a really sweet meaning behind it and a really sweet note that you wrote yeah, it was a piece of coral from a beach in a village called Paloa in some American Samoa. And it was like that beach was on the westernmost point of the island. Um, and our our family had spent like an afternoon out there. Um, I think we had some barbecue. So actually Taranuku, his family, were, they were with us at the time. Mm. Um, <clears throat> they took us out there and... My Uncle Dave actually was the first person to tell me this, but um, every year uh, on New Year's Eve, there's some there are people who go out to that beach and go out to that village to watch the sunset. And the reason they go there is because the way the time zones work out, that beach right there and that part of the island is actually the last p- place that the sun sets every day as far as time goes. Mm-hmm. If you go any further west, you actually 
cross the, uh, I don't know, the international date line, mm-hmm. I think is what it's called, mm-hmm. and you move forward 24 hours or something like it's that. It's like, yeah, yeah, right where the day ends and yeah. begins. So that, that place right there is where um, the last sunset of every year is. And so I guess in 1999, there was a pretty big group of people who went out to that spot mm-hmm. to watch the last sunset of the millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I got you a piece of coral from that beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, um, I, there was one more gift that came to mind, um, at, in, while you were answering and, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic back in 2020, um, I had just started working a job and it was like my first job out of college. First job I ever had where I was like making decent money and I was still living with my parents at the time. I had no bills, like everything was covered. And so I had all this, I felt so rich. Like I have all this money and I was like, man, I want to start spending my money on stuff, something. I want to have something to spend my money on. And so I decided at that time that I was going to start getting into watches. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And I bought a couple of watches, nothing like crazy expensive, but they're like, they weren't, they're not toys. They weren't like cheap watches. They were were like luxury watches. I don't even know if I call them luxury. It wasn't like, I wasn't buying Rolexes or anything. They were like dressy watches. Yeah, they were good quality watches. And um, from that time, like, I never even realized how much there was to learn about watches um, before that. And when the pandemic started, I was home a lot. And so I remember I just started learning a lot about watches and I really got into it. you joined a Facebook group? Yes. I'm a (laughs) member of multiple Facebook groups, uh, watch groups and, um, learn. (laughs) I've just become like, I really don't have a lot of watches, but I am, um, interested in the in the hobby of collecting watches i guess and so um when we got back from our honeymoon you gave me a honeymoon gift i guess or marriage gift i don't know what you would call it it was like two or three months into our marriage probably Oh, well, that's not how I remember it. But <laughs> anyways, you gave me a watch and um, it's a nice watch and it's my favorite watch that I own. And so, yeah, that's probably, I've given you three gifts now. Is, is that mm-hmm. uh, that watch means <laughs> a lot to me. and um, I like wearing it, one, because it's a nice watch, but also because it was a special gift from my new wife at the time. Mm-hmm. So I loved giving it to you. Yeah. How'd you know what what kind of watch to get me? Did I tell you? I'm pretty sure you told me. Oh. I wouldn't have just bought it and guessed that you would have liked it. Do you notice when I wear that watch? Yeah, you wear it a lot. Yeah, I do. I wear it more than any of my other watches. I I bought it from our friend Nick. Yep. He, um, so Nick, I've given Nick some, a lot of business actually, Mm because when Eli got married, the I I gave him me and the other groomsmen gave him a watch from Nick as his gift and then I also helped uh Uncle James he wanted to give Jackson a wedding gift mm-hmm. and 
I connected Uncle James with Nick as well, and so I bought three, given him three, three, uh, yeah, sales. So Nick, if you're listening, bro, I'm ready for my commission. Yeah, where's the commission there? <laughs> awesome, well, good question. Um, you got anything else for me? I can ask another. Yeah, I'm ready. If we have time. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Okay. Go. Okay. Um, if you could sit down for dinner or spend a day with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you ask them? And I almost want to preface this by saying you can't pick Kobe, but if you want to pick Kobe, you can pick Kobe. Uh, I won't pick Kobe. (laughs) Um, I just feel like that's the easy answer. I feel like you. I've asked somebody on the show that question before. Really? Yeah. And I think it was Jackson, actually. And I told him my answer then, this was a while ago. I told him then my the person who I'd like to, did you say like have a lunch with or something? Or yeah, just or have like a, spend the day. Or- yeah. I think I told him Leonardo da Vinci at the time. Hmm. Um, And I was really into da Vinci. I was learning a lot about him then. I feel like I can come up with a better answer than that, though, now. If I could think of anyone. I mean, I don't know. There's probably, like, I feel like this is another one. I feel like JFK would be it a cool guy to sit down and talk with. Yeah. Not because I like love JFK for any reason, but I just feel like he probably knows some things, the answer to some things that I have (laughs) some questions to. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like a U.S. president would be a cool, Yeah. honestly, most U.S. presidents, I feel like would be a really interesting conversation. Okay. That kind of makes me want to ask you, because at one point, we were on a road trip. I don't know where we were going. I think we were going to my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And you decided to learn every single U.S. president in order. Yeah. So he was just sitting in the car. Yeah. Well, I had you... <laughs> repeating Googling. over and over and over. I had you look up the list. I was so bored on that trip. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to try and learn something. So... so do you have a favorite U.S. president, and is there a reason to uh, that? Since you know so much about Favorite U.S. Them. president. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the older that I get, the more I learn that it's very dangerous to um, idolize any human being mm-hmm. and, like, because they're all flawed. Mm-hmm. We're all flawed. And the more I learn about like, well, I'll start off with saying this. I'm very proud to be an American and I'm proud of American history. Mm-hmm. Um, as ugly as it is sometimes, I'm still proud of it. Um, with that being said, pretty much every president like that I know of has made at least one major mistake, most of them more than, than that. Yeah. And so 
it gets weird when like I say who's my favorite president. I don't want this to be an endorsement of like I think they're a saint mm-hmm. or um, because I recognize that every one of them had their issues and and made mistakes and probably did things that I don't agree with. But if I have to answer your question, the one that I would say is the most interesting to me is probably George Washington. Mm. Um, I think he probably had the most unique presidency as far as the circumstances go because there was never a president before him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was elected before there were political parties there was no there were no parties back then um there was barely a country back then (laughs) and so it's hard for me to imagine that there's any president that had more influence on the country than george washington just because a lot of the things that he did um became precedent um and became kind of like the Uh, the model of like what a president should be Mm -hmm. and so I guess if I had to pick a favorite president I would go with George Washington but there's some other ones that um I think have some that are interesting I think Lincoln obviously is he's recognized as one of the greatest ever greatest presidents that we've had so I, I feel like Abe Lincoln would be a cool one or I guess I'm not meeting him, but <laughs> Abe Lincoln would be up there. Um, JFK to who else? Um, Teddy Roosevelt, I think, would be would be high on the list. But yeah, my answer for that's George Washington. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't think I would have anything to say about. George Washington, but that's a great pick for you. (laughs) I remember one time, um, one time it was, I was maybe nine or 10 and I was actually being homeschooled at the time. And for a field trip, my parents took me and Eli to Washington, (laughs) DC. That's a great field trip. Yeah. It was really, it was my favorite field trip ever. (laughs) And I don't know where we were, but I think it might have been the Smithsonian. Um, is it Smithsonian or Smithstonian? I don't think it's Stonian. Okay. <laughs> I was at that <laughs> museum, and they had a, a George Washington exhibit there, and they actually had this little locket that um, George Washington's wife used to wear. What was her name? Was her name Martha? I want to say it's Martha. I that could be that could know. be wrong. <laughs> anyway, she wore this locket, and the locket actually had locks of George Washington's hair oh. inside of it. So I got to see George Washington's <laughs> hair that's, on my field trip. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was pretty popular back in the day. Wow. Um, I don't know why that ever went out of style, but maybe you can bring it back. Yeah, that's a good question, though. I have a favorite president. You do? Can I guess? Yeah. Is it uh, Jimmy Carter? How did you know? I just know that you're very proud that he's from Georgia. <laughs> well, he's just a sweet little peanut farmer <laughs> from Georgia. Yeah, that... I, I don't know if I agreed with any of his presidential decisions. Mm. I wasn't alive, so. 
another story for, of mine. I feel like I've told you this, but in third grade, I did a, a project on Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yeah, Have I told you I, that? I think I knew that. Yeah, we my class, we did what's called a living wax museum where <laughs> we all had to pick uh, a historical figure that we had to like write a paper about and learn all about. And then at the end of the project, everyone came in dressed as their <laughs> historical figure. And we stood around and parents actually came to class that day. And we had to like have a speech, give a speech like we were that person. And were you? I was Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. I don't know why, like... I knew I was eight years old and I picked Jimmy Carter and I knew nothing about him. I think <laughs> I just sweet knew his name. little peanut farmer yeah. from Georgia. <laughs> but I learned, I, I, I had like a whole, I wrote a paper about him and <laughs> learned a speech and I think I read his biography or something like that. That is funny. I don't remember much about him. Um, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know anything about him. All I know is he's... He's still from Georgia, alive, and, and he's, he's from still alive. Yeah, and he goes to Braves games sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Just a Georgia man. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite president, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> I have a feeling there's not a lot of people that would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so yeah. either. And it's not on any of his intellect or anything. It's just purely for for the fact that he's from Georgia. That's cool. The only president from yeah. Georgia. There's been. Uh, I think there's been three presidents from Tennessee, and none of them are really remembered that well. The like most popular ones, Andrew Jackson, yeah. But I feel like the the recent years haven't been great to Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, his nickname was Old Hickory. Did you know that? I didn't. And you used to live off of Old Hickory. Old Hickory. That's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, his nickname was Old Hickory. Because I guess he was really tough or something, and Hickory mm. Wood is really tough. Hickory. Yep. All right, keep them coming. I'm enjoying this. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm running out of Do you have anything else? I have this, this one. I think you've answered it for me before, but I feel like the people need to know. Mm. If you are about to sit down and eat some tacos and... You have one that you've never tried before, and you have one that you know you love. Which one are you going to eat first? Well, first of all, you have never asked me this question. Oh, I thought we've had this <laughs> I've conversation. I've never heard this in my life. <laughs> um, second, if, if I had to pick between the two tacos. Are you going to try the new one first? Can I eat both of them? Or yeah, can I only you'll eat, eat both of them. of them. But oh. part of the question is, what if you're too full and you won't enjoy one of them? They're big tacos. Mm, well, two tacos has almost never been enough okay. to fill me up. <laughs> They're so. really big tacos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, I had to, if I get to eat both of them, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to try the one I've never had before first. What if you hate it? Well, then I don't have to finish it, and I can just go to the one that I love. Okay. Okay. Um, if I, but my original answer was actually going to be the one that I know I like because I thought I could only eat one of the tacos. Oh, no, you can eat both. Yeah. Well, if I can only eat one, then I'm definitely picking the one that I like. Mm-hmm. I'm not risking it with that other mystery yeah. taco. Well, what if you really love 
the new taco and you finish it first and you're just like so full, you won't even enjoy the one you know you like. Well, I still enjoyed a taco then at that point. Yeah, I guess you're Either right. Either way, I'd, I'd enjoy a taco. <laughs> this is a, a funny question. <laughs> I love hearing what people have to say about it. I feel like I would do the same. You would... ask this question to a lot of people? I wouldn't say a lot, um. <laughs> but it has come up. Yes. What does it tell you about? What does my answer tell you about me? I haven't figured that out yet, oh, okay. but I don't know. Just wanted to know. I knew I was going to get a food question today. How did you know? I just had a good feeling. Okay, so we've eaten at a lot of new restaurants in Mm -hmm. Nashville lately. Yeah. What has been your favorite? And what do you recommend to the people? Um, Well, my favorite restaurant in Nashville that we've gone to together is St. Stephen. Mm -hmm. I think it's in Germantown. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, very, it was just amazing food. It was an experience. Yeah, I think experience is good. It's, they have like, it was one of those places I really didn't know what I was ordering. Like I didn't have an idea of what was going to come out of the kitchen when I made my order, but everything (laughs) that they put in front of me was delicious. Like so good. Um, and I don't know, I don't want to give any recommendations. I don't like believe in my taste enough to be well restaurant recommendations are scary to me because like i've been recommended places by people before and i go and it's like this is not really that i I didn't like it and it like i'll forever remember that so-and-so suggested that i go to this place and it wasn't good so i don't like recommending restaurants to people for that reason (laughs) because i don't want to be that person (laughs) that recommends something and that people don't like it. Mm. What about you? What What's your favorite restaurant that we've been to lately in Nashville? I feel like if anyone should be giving recommendations, it's you. No. Yeah. I love trying new restaurants. It's my favorite thing to do, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. This isn't like a new restaurant, I guess. But Adele's mm. in Nashville. Yeah. I feel like it's just really great food. Great classic food. Definitely. Yeah. I've been... Although, there was one thing that we ate at Adele's that you told me I had to get and I didn't like it. Do you remember this? Was it a salad? Yeah. It was their kale salad. You swore it was... I love it. Yeah. And you hate it because it's a salad. No. I like salad. I had salad for dinner tonight. (laughs) But... There, if you go to Adele's in Nashville and you really like the taste of freshly mowed grass, <laughs> you should order their kale that salad. That is incorrect. <laughs> uh, it's delicious. One of the things I'm thankful for you about is that you've introduced me to a lot of different restaurants and 90% of them I've really enjoyed. What's the other 10%? Why are you worried about the other 10%? <laughs> Why can't you just be happy about the 90? Mm, I don't know. I'm not going to bash a restaurant on this podcast. (laughs) There's too many. This is turning into a Yelp review. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, All right, babe. Oh, you did not tell me the screensaver came on. All right, we're at like close to 40 minutes. 
maybe uh, one more question for me, and then I'm going to finish off asking you one question. Well, can I ask you the one question? Sure. The whole point of this podcast? Of course, babe. (laughs) What's going on at home? I was curious if you were going to ask me that. There has not, as far as I know, there hasn't been an episode. That anybody's asked you. Yeah. Actually, well, well th- Eli asked there hasn't been an episode where that question wasn't asked. Um, oh. Oh, 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 what is going on at home for me? Um, I am very busy. I feel like this year has probably been, it actually has definitely been the busiest I've ever been in my life. Um, So one of the things that I've probably been struggling with lately is just like being overwhelmed with um, all the stuff I have going on and, but overwhelmed, I guess in a good way, because it's all stuff, it's all good things that I'm busy with. I'm not like Mm -hmm. busy with bad things. It's all good (laughs) stuff. Um, I'm doing a lot of things that I I love to do, one of them being this podcast. Um, I'm making a lot of music still. Today's day 334 in a row that I've made a song this year, so I have 31 days left. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. That is crazy. I have 31 days left, and I'll be able to say I made a song every day for a year. Just the month of December. Yep. Um... What else is going on? I'm working a lot. Um, I am, I've been doing some different stuff for the Katinas lately, which has been nice, but it's just another thing on my plate. So that's kind of that. And then I've also been being a husband, (laughs) um, which is so fun and the best blessing Um, It's my favorite thing to be, is to be your husband. Um, But it's also overwhelming at times. Not for any bad reason, but, you know, I just... I want to be the best husband I possibly can. And so I think, you know, I've... With this year... This year was like the first year in my life where... Going into it, I set like a goal for the year, Mm -hmm. like an intention, and I actually stuck to it and and held it, like held myself to it. And I want that to become something regular for me where I'm able to, you know, set intentions at the beginning of every year and, and be able to strive for something throughout that year. And so I've actually already started thinking about like 2023, what's my intention going to be? What are going to be my goals? And one of the things that I'm not just saying this because you're here, but <laughs> one of the things that I want to set as a focus for the year is just learning how to grow as a husband um, and learning how to be the best husband I can be for you. Um, but also for myself, like there's a sense of fulfillment that I get from doing things right and (laughs) making you happy. And, 
loving you. And so it's a, it's a double-edged sword, I think, that you've been... I'm sure you would like it if I was a good husband. You'd like it when I do <laughs> things right, but it also helps me. Uh, I feel like I'm like fulfilling a purpose in my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, purpose is something that is really important to me and has been since I was young. Like, I've I've always... I've always been interested in finding meaning in the things that I do. And it's always been difficult for me to do in anything where I don't feel like there is meaning or purpose behind it. Mm. Um, and there's nothing in life that I've experienced that has more meaning than being a husband. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that is what's going on at home for me is I'm finishing this year working a lot, being really busy, and being a husband. Well, you are a really good husband. Oh, thank you, babe. I think you're doing a great job at everything you're doing, and I can definitely tell you're busy and your plate is really full right now, but you are succeeding at everything you're doing. Mm. And I think that the people around you know it, everybody sees it, and you're the one that needs to hear that. So. Thank you, babe. Yeah. Um, your love language is gifts. Mine is words. Mm-hmm. And so that means a lot to me to hear from you and um, to hear that it all means a lot. So thank you, babe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have a question for you. I think I want to <laughs> end on that one. Okay. Uh, I do want to say, though, thank you for doing this. And uh, thanks for being my wife. And thank you for... Um, asking the tough questions, but you were a great interviewer. <laughs> it was all a blur. I'm I trying hope, to think. I hope it was okay. Who are like, <laughs> who's like, when you think of like a great interviewer, who do you think of? Uh, or like a famous interviewer. Like Oprah? Yeah, Oprah comes to my mind. Or like Katie Couric, is she a interviewer or just like a <laughs> I journalist? Don't I, I don't even know if I could tell you who Katie Couric is if I saw a picture of her. I think of like Matt Lauer, but he's like fallen from grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name? Anderson Cooper? Is that his name? Anderson Cooper. I feel like he's more of a news anchor. I don't know. Like I, I feel, really don't know. I honestly think like the great Cooper. interviewers today are podcasters. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan comes to mind for me. Would you consider Ellen an interviewer? Yeah, Ellen is definitely one. She's probably one of the greats. Mm-hmm. Well, you're up there with Ellen, oh, Oprah, and Joe, Reg- Joe Rogan. Thanks for doing <laughs> Joe this. Joe Rogan? Yeah. No. I feel like Rogan's... Do you like Joe Rogan? Well, I think he's a great interviewer, but don't put me up there. Why not? With all of them. You're right there. You're right, right underneath Joe That's Rogan. That's in here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end right there. Love you, babe. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.